There's a lot of talk about AI in hospitality technology now, but what are we not talking about but should be? Stuart Greif has a unique perspective on this topic as the Chief Strategy, Innovation, and Operating Officer at Forbes Travel Guide. And in this episode, recorded in December 2023, he shares what's going on with AI and its potential implications for you and your hospitality business. Hospitality. 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 Hospitality brings people together. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. You're deep in this ecosystem, Chief Innovation Officer, among other things at Forbes Travel Guide. You're involved in the ecosystem in a lot of different ways, come from a really strong background of tech. What are we missing in the conversation right now? I think there's been a lot of focus, understandably, on the consumer side, on the personalized trip planners, or right now, famously, the Kaya co-founders recently at uh, Focus Right, Steve Hafner and Paul English were kind of squaring off, and Paul talked about his new his new offering called Deets, which he called the kayak killer. So that was creating a little, and there's been some online trolling, good natured, you know, they go way back and clearly are good friends as much as they may compete. And I think in the respect, there's a lot that's going to go on there. And I think that's over a five to 10 year horizon. If you look up, Skiff covered Microsoft when I was there with Shane. And if you look up an article, Microsoft AI future, and then add my name to it, You'll come up with an article in 2017 where I talked about, look, I think it's going to be about five years. And this is exactly what I was talking about was ChatGPT. I was speaking at their ventures event, which is the longest VC focused explicitly on the travel space. And they've been great friends in the industry as well. And the notion on the consumer side, I think those profound shifts will happen. But technology goes like this and human adoption goes like this, as my friend Shane often likes to say. And I think that's the reality. We're going to see articles that talk about the failure of ChatGPT to live up to its promise now that we're a little here. But what I think by the end of next year, you're going to see profound basis of differentiation, competitive advantage driven by it on the operation side. So an example in the case of Paul talking about Kayak, just to kind of stick with this example, he says, look, I have one person that using AI in three weeks built something better then Kayak had 10 people on working on for 10 years and a little bit of that's ribbing. But if you think about the ability just on the technology and on the operation side to augment people, it could be marketing where you can start with a 90% solution of, let me start with a marketing campaign. It could be on the visual part. People focus often on the text part, only of chat GPT and search like qualities, but on the visual to create what's something that looks like a campaign and to save tens of thousands of dollars in weeks and months developing that, or possibly with legal contracts, starting with a 90% solution before your attorney goes in. So I think that's where I know Microsoft is leaning in contact center, other areas is what is the operation areas that don't have the risk of hallucination with customers or errors on the consumer side? I actually think the biggest areas of opportunity are looking for ways to save time on administration, productivity, at hotels and other players across the travel ribbon. I'd also say real quick with the example of Kayak, I imagine that if you have only 10 people 
to drive one of these digital businesses, you have a huge cost advantage versus the incumbents where you can undercut on price as well as differentiate and you can iterate much more quickly on digital product. That said, I would also put this here to both Paul and Steve Hafner is 10 years from now, does Kayak exist? Is it ChatGPT? Is it your iOS, your personal assistant, your co-pilot, whatever term you want to use, whoever owns that, whether it's Microsoft, Google, whether it's Apple, et cetera, if I'm only getting three or five returns and it's going to crawl everything. And the same thing, what I talked about earlier, imagine you're looking, Josiah, for a travel experience, a trip. What comes back for personalized for you doesn't care whether it's TripAdvisor, Viator, Get Your Guide, Fuji, local provider. And that's why I think even more so over the next decade, service, experience, human connection, ironically, as we're talking about technical stuff, is what you need to provide to differentiate and have people talk about you, want to come back to you, recommend you. I would intersect that with the trend of social commerce and people wanting to intersect with their social graph where 10 years from now, over the next 10 years, that is going to be a lot easier. The next kind of generation is going to say, I can connect through personal recommendations. So I'm going to, and even book directly through it, right? Influencers today are like decentralized media companies. They're a conduit to market your brand, your products and services. But when bookings are enabled directly, even if attribution is tough or their influence is such, that that's going to drive decisions to purchase. That's where what somebody experienced with you and that experience is going to count for more, right? And, and again, it comes down to experience. And that's why I love what we do at Forbes Travel Guide, because I feel like as with my time at JD Power, as with my time at Imperity, we're enabling that innovation. And there are a ton of startups that are doing really cool things right now. So I'm excited for our future, not scared by it. And the same way in the internet age 20 years ago and in the intervening years, we've delivered exceptional experiences. We're going to continue to do that through whatever technology comes next. I think this is why it's so fascinating to be working in hospitality, because it gives you this canvas to leverage these technologies. And you can create marketing campaigns, as you alluded to. You can think about commerce and a different way. But I want to follow up on the operational component. You talk about service, you talk about differentiating. I'm really fascinated about operations for that reason, right? It does seem to be the catalyst that can unlock a lot. And I would love to hear you talk a little bit more about kind of the second order effects of AI. Everybody talks about technology making you more efficient, but what does the world look like where you have all this kick into place? And do you see a wider variety of concepts in hospitality? Or what does that world look like? I think it frees you up. First of all, I think the ones that are leaning in that I referred to that by probably the second half of next year are going to suddenly, the early adopters that are leaning in are going to show the path on new use cases and they're going to have competitive advantage. Now, there are also some are going to die and pay the price, right, of mistakes, which is why if you can be a fast follower, that's great. So I think you're going to see it. But I think, you know, it does a couple of things. One is it raises the bar and in a way commoditizes intelligence. It also reduces a lot of that administrative burden you refer to. So when you free up the time, if everybody, a small player and independent can access similar tools. And I realize there's some conversations around if you have big data, can you train LLMs? Like when the internet came up and websites, everything was expensive. Very few people had the knowledge when apps did and only the big companies could do it. And eventually there were turnkey companies or there was Spotify and retail. You can also turnkey a lot of these things, but what it's going to do is enable everybody to have a higher base level of productivity and intelligence and ability to do things. And then from there, the question is, what are you going to do to personalize? So that's where I get 
really excited. And then I think it's some of the new innovations coming now that, you know, these second order effects, it's not technology for its own sake. It's what is it doing to enable us to spend less time on the doing, less time really on things that are X's and O's and more time delivering personalization at scale. So for example, the notion today, there are technologies that can personalize when you go to their website or when you get served an email, what images resonate with you based on your customer profile. But I think the ability, you know, I reference legends, I reference Amparity, their ability at scale and to do that in ways where even the marketing technology Haven, they're using Gen AI to generate images and even short videos at scale that are relative to you personally, Josiah versus me in a new way. So I think when everybody has that ability to do it, when it's part of the MarTech stack and you can do that, then what's left is when somebody comes and engages with you, what kind of experience are you giving them, right? Ultimately, when you closed your eyes and all your audience members closed your eyes and thought about their best hospitality experiences, right? It wasn't about, well, that was a killer email, right? It was about the fact that the more they knew me, but the more they did something that really left a mark that showed human connection. And that's where I keep coming back to how we feel in human connection, which is the heart of hospitality and what we do at Forbes Travel Guide. At any level, that matters. That jury guest that feels relative to their expectation that, wow, I got all this additional hot food and the person at the guest really welcomed me. They're happy to see me, not like they were processing me or giving me some standard thing, or they engaged in a conversation that reflected some knowledge of me after I've been staying with you for two or three days that asked, oh, how was my meeting or how did my family like going to X, Y, and Z place? Luxury is exceptional at that over time, using a lot of people technology to enable it as well. But I think the AI is going to enable many more people. Satya at Microsoft in 2016 literally said he was going to democratize AI. And just like that Skift article appropriately in 2017 that covered us and quoted me, on Microsoft betting its future on AI, appropriately dubious at the time, I think people go back to what Satya said. That's exactly what he's doing. He wants everybody to be able to lever it in a way, and it really levels the playing field in a lot of ways, which gets me excited because you won't have to be just like the internet or an app or messaging apps. You don't have to be a giant tech company in order to lever these to start making a meaningful difference in your business. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. Com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague 
who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you, and what we covered in the show can help them, as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you here tomorrow. 